Yo, what's up? This is Courtney McIntosh, and this is the Black Dad Chronicles. I just want y'all to know that I'm sorry. Okay, what's going on, yo? Like I said, oh, snap. My bad. Okay, like I said, this is the Black Dad Chronicles. I'm going to do this with no intro or anything like that. This is going to be a very brief episode, but it's an important episode. It's an important episode for me. It's an important episode for my followers. It's an important episode for my family. Um... So my last episode I put out um, caused a great deal of controversy because basically what I did was I used my podcast and I just went and ran it about my wife and I made my wife look um, very poorly in the eyes of a lot of people. Uh, You know, uh, namely her, her mother and, you know, a lot of her friends. Uh, my, my friends too, um, you know, you know, and my mom, my sister, I basically, you know, shamed myself by, uh, posting the podcast that I did. Um, and one of the things I, I never wanted to do with this podcast is turn it into a platform where it's just, you just hear me ranting about something. And that's what I did three weeks ago when I recorded the last episode. Um, so, um, I put a, I put a lot of, you know, personal business in the street that didn't need to be put out there. I, I was just stupid and angry and a little hurt, but you know, when people do stuff like that, they act out and that was me acting out. And instead of being an adult and sitting down and talking to my wife to discuss issues, I went on my podcast and I hit record and I uploaded it for the entire world to listen to. Um, I don't know how many people listen to that episode. Um, so if you are one of the people who listen to it, um, I apologize. I've already apologized to my wife. I've already apologized to my mother-in-law. Um, it was just sometimes, we do a lot of things that's stupid, men and women in general, um, adults, period. Um, so I was at a point, you know, you know, my wife and I were going through a little low and I was just, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say I was unhappy, but I was, well, yeah, I was unhappy about a few things and I just knew I was right, man. I just knew I was right. When everybody else was telling me I was wrong, everybody was telling me I was wrong. Um, you know, uh, but I just, and I think that's kind of one of the things that made me dig my heels in even more was the fact that everybody told me I was wrong and nobody was trying to see my point of view. And the reason why nobody was trying to see my point of view is because my point of view was absolutely, utterly stupid. Um, so this is a public apology to my wife, Robin Christine McIntosh, who I love dearly, who I never meant to hurt, never meant, you know, I was just, sometimes, you know, 
you gotta just uh you know scream in silence, I guess. That's what my mother in law told me after telling me how pissed she was. And that's you know what? It, it's crazy because um the one person who 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 I who it hurt me that I hurt the most was not my wife, it was my mother in law. Because my mother in law treats me like a son, you know. My mother-in-law treats me like her own flesh and blood, like she birthed me. Always has, always will. Um, I don't know if she's still mad at me or not, you know, but that's that's what hurt the most. Um, me seeing how much I, you know, hurt my mother-in-law and pissed off my mother-in-law. Like, at the end of the day, I know Robin and I, you know, because we always work things out. You know, I know Robin and I, you know, she was going to be pissed and she deserved to be upset with me. And technically, I feel she still deserves to be upset with me now. Um, so I knew Robin and I were going to be okay. You know, but I just, man, I feel like such a clown show idiot because I might have you know, damaged my relationship with my mother-in-law beyond repair. And I never wanted to do that because my mother, I've spoken on this podcast before and I say it publicly before how I love my in-laws. You know, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, they treat me like, you know, I'm their own flesh and blood. And I, you know, am thankful to them, appreciative to them. You know, I treat them like they're my own parents. Um, you know, uh, I have three parents, you know what I'm saying, that I just love and adore. It's my mom, you know, number one. But then my mother-in-law, you know, Eva Scott and, and my father-in-law, Gilvani Johnson Sr. Um, and, but it's just like, man, I, I hurt my mother-in-law and that crushed me, man. You know, because like, even when like, It, even, you know, it was like, you know, it was like when, when I feel like nobody else would have my back, my mother-in-law, I know she had my back. She always has. She always has. And I hurt her and I left her down, let her down. Um, and mom, I just want to tell you, I don't know if you're going to listen to this episode. I was quite frankly surprised that you listened to the last episode, but you know, I hope you listen to this episode because I'm sorry. I love you. Never meant to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Robin, I'm pretty sure you'll be listening to this episode too, because I think from now on, Robin's probably going to be listening to all my podcasts just to be like, yo, you slipped up. And I want her to, you know, you know, um, but, you know, babe, I am sorry. You know, you and I have already, uh, you know, hashed out our issues. Um, you know, everybody was telling me I was wrong, man. And that's like, man, it's just like, you know, when you prideful, you don't want like when people and when you're prideful and you feel so right about a subject, but then everybody else tells you that you're wrong. It just makes you want to just stick to your guns even harder. I want to, you know, 
thanks to uh you know Johnny and Meech for for calling me and like you know real friends should and real men should checking me um you know uh I, I apologize to my kids even though they didn't hear it they just knew that like yo me and mom wasn't talking and you know so I you know I had to you know that I used that as a teaching moment to you know teach them about doing things in anger um man it's just dog if I could go back and and change it I would and but I can't um you know I can't uh I can't change it and I wish I could I wish I never would have done it you know I wish I never want to stupid you know but I did it I apologize for it I've asked for forgiveness my wife it has forgiven me um you know and I really don't know what else to say it's nothing really, I don't really, and it's funny because I haven't had anything to say. I've been planning to re- record this episode, you know, since the day after Robin and I, you know, talked. Um, but I just didn't have the words to say, and I haven't really had anything to talk about, and I believe that might be God's way of punishing me until I apologize first, man, and, you know. Had to, you know, go through a lot of prayer. Um, 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 you know, that's all I really got to say, man. You know, I wanted this to be kind of like a, a cheery podcast episode, but you know, it was, I, I, you know, I really don't like after going this situation, going through this situation with my wife. Um, it's like nothing else really matters. You know, the only thing that has really mattered to me recently is, you know, making up to, uh, um, making up to my wife, uh, making up to my mother-in-law. Um, so, I mean, that's really all I got. I mean, I've, I've got some good things going on in my, in my life, you know? Uh, and so, um, one of the things that this has done, I, I do have to say this. One of the things that this has done is kind of uh, made me refocus and, and, you know, laser back in on my initial uh, plan for the podcast. My initial plan for the podcast was to talk to dads about their their stories, to, to talk to African-American men about their stories of fatherhood and their relationships with their fathers and stuff like that. And that's what I am, you know, going to be focusing on from now on. Now I still will be bringing you guys like, you know, uh, situations to talk about, like when, you know, stuff happens to my kids and stuff like that, or my kids go through something and, you know, just kind of like a normal, like, yo, how do I handle this? How did y'all, uh, handle this and and stuff like that. Um, But like, uh, 
you know, man, nothing else is really important. I, I really don't care about what's trending on Twitter right now. Uh, I mean, geez. <sighs> so right now I'm just really rambling. Um, I really, I, you know, got some t- thing, a couple things to talk about. Uh, I need y'all to go in, in, and check out a new podcast by my friend Demetrius and his wife, um, who wants to be known, referred to as Martha. Uh, so it's called and another thing. Um, they just did their first episode, put out their first episode. Shout out to them. Um, it's a really good episode. They talk about the importance of having a will and, uh, you know, uh, and, and that comes from that conversation came from, uh, the news that Aretha Franklin didn't have one. Um, you know, we, we, you know, Aretha Franklin was laid to rest. Um, John McCain, Senator John McCain was laid to rest. Uh, regardless how you feel about him or his politics, the man was a war hero. Um, he deserves to be honored as such. Um, and one of the things we, we look at this, like, you know, PC society that we, I, and I use PC in air quotes, we look at this PC society and, uh, that we have in America right now. And, I remember on the campaign trail when John McCain was running against Barack Obama and people would be at his town halls, you know, be like, Oh, I'm scared because Barack Obama's a Muslim and stuff like that. And you know what John McCain did? John McCain never. And and it was so kind of refreshing and I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat either. Um, it, It was so refreshing to see John McCain, like tell those people like, yo, it's nothing for you to be afraid of. You know, Barack Obama and I, you know, we disagree in our politics. But other than that, he's a great man. There's no reason for you to be scared, you know. And basically, you know, John McCain was like, yo, kill that noise. Um, You know, I've seen a a lot of people, you know, like, oh, man, I don't care. Yo, man, some people just are always going to be bitter about certain things. But, man, you know, rest in peace, John McCain. Rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Um you know, what else happened? Uh, man, this past weekend was pretty big, uh, especially if you're a wrestling fan. Uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks put on uh, the largest independent wrestling show in history. Uh, it was called All In. And, you know, I'm going to, oh, man, I got to go to Twitter real quick. Uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, you know, that was a little sorry for 2004, you know, by Ruben stuttered in the beginning. I have, you know, my own intro today just because, man, um, I just feel like it's it's not necessarily warranted. Let me, uh, you know, go to Twitter. I follow both of the, the bucks on, uh, Twitter. So I'm going to Matt Jackson, uh, his page. Um, so. All in uh, started as um, uh, a challenge, pretty much. Uh, so all in, uh, first of all, they sold out in under thirty minutes, ten thousand tickets. Uh, the total announced number of people that were there was eleven thousand two hundred sixty-three people to see an independent wrestling show, and WWE doesn't even do that nowadays anymore. Um, especially just, you know, on their, the only pay-per-views that they do, you know, that they do those numbers on really probably are just 
you know, WrestleMania and SummerSlam probably. Um, but man, um, basically what the reason why they did it was Dave Meltzer, who has been in a, a, a wrestling writer for about 40 years or so. Somebody asked him on Twitter that, um, do you think that Ring of Honor Wrestling could sell out a 5,000-seat venue? And he said, no, he didn't. And then Cody Rose said, I'll take you up on that bet. So Cody and the Young Bucks, um, they made it a point. Today, I mean, I've been following this since the, the beginning, man. Cody and the Young Bucks, they, you know, put together a, a great card. I mean, and people, you know, people probably thought, you know, once they saw the card, they thought it was going to be like, yo, it was a, a bunch of, uh, you know, match of the year type matches on. Hold on. This is my wife calling. Hey, babe, you're on the podcast. Uh, okay. I was saying what you wanted because we don't have a ton of vegetables. Oh no! That's, you know, uh, I know you had to go run and uh, exchange that shirt. You don't have to bring me a salad. I'll still be home. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, just like some, uh, you know, romaine, kale, um, uh-huh. arugula. I did the green slam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you throw some tomatoes on there. Mm-hmm. Cucumber. Mm-hmm. Some onion. Onion. Yep. Red onion. Um, y'all got olives. We do. Some olives. Okay. Hmm. And you can put a little bit of that salsa verde y'all got on the side. And nothing else? Y'all got garbanzo beans? No. We, I mean, we got the stuff that goes in the, the grain bowl that you got yesterday. Hmm. Nah. I got, some, I got, you know, some garbanzos here. I just, you know, put them in there. Okay. That's it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And um... I, Nothing else. Nope. Okay. Uh, you can throw some blueberries on there. Why not? Hmm? You can throw some blueberries on there. Why not? We don't have blueberries. What well, we do with uh, that many? Strawberries? Nope. Golly. Okay. We get rid of the poppy seed. So. Uh, okay. That's good. That's all, dude. Okay. All right. All right. Love you. Love you, too. Peace. Look at that, my hardworking wife taking care of me, uh, you know, bringing me some food home, you know, when she, you know, after after she get off work. Um, but anyway, yeah, so um, basically they took it as a challenge, Cody and the Bucks did, to sell out a 10,000-seat venue. And they did it. And it was a damn good show. Listen to me, right? I love Michigan football. I love Michigan football. I didn't watch the game between Michigan and Notre Dame on Saturday night because I was watching all in, you know, excuse me. So yeah, that happened this weekend. Uh, Eminem dropped a surprise album this weekend. Um, and I'll be honest, man, I couldn't get past song number three. It's just Eminem doesn't sound good to my ears anymore. I guess. I don't know what it is, man. He can still rap. Uh, the first song on the album, The Ringer, is a banger, and he goes at every uh, a lot of people. He throws shots at a lot of people, and he raps good while doing it. Eminem can rap, man. Um, it's just, hmm, I don't know, man. My my ears can't take 46-year-old 
Marshall Mathers. Just like my ears really can't take 48-year-old Jay-Z. Um, but yeah, man, Eminem, you know, got a, he dropped a song and, and it was just like, you know, he dissed everybody. Well, he dropped the album and he dissed everybody on the ringer. And so many people are responding like machine. Listen, listen, man, nobody ever talks about white on white crime, right? So machine, I've never on purpose listened to a machine gun Kelly record at all. None. You know, I know he was doing the little pop thing for a minute, but then I heard that like, yo, machine gun Kelly got to answer to Eminem. So first of all, what I did first was I went on YouTube. I searched machine gun Kelly. First thing that came up was his funk flex freestyle from a couple weeks ago. That freestyle was hard. That freestyle was hard. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So in response to Eminem dissing him, he released a song called Rap Devil. Because, you know, Eminem's last big single was Rap God. So he released a, a disc called Rap Devil. Yo, Machine Gun Kelly could rap. And he smoked Eminem on that song. He really did. I mean, not really interested if they go back and forth, you know. Uh, Meech was like, oh, man, he shamed Eminem for reading the dictionary. I'm like, dog, stop it. You you know, it ain't even like that. But um, he brought up some good points about Eminem, you know. Uh, but it also, you know, when you think about some of the things he said, it's like money doesn't buy happiness, you know. Uh, and But some people do believe that money can buy happiness. I don't. I believe money can, you know, buy you things that make you feel good, but ultimately happiness. Nah. Um, but yeah, man, I guess that's when apparently Joe button, uh, who listen, man, Joe button is very good in the media. He's very good at what he does. One of the reasons why I started podcasting was because Joe button's podcast is flames, but Joe button also has a very high opinion of himself. Um, you know, earlier this year, he was going about how Eminem was one of the untouchables in hip-hop, and he, you know, glowingly praised Eminem. Um, but, you know, Joe Budden said some things from his podcast, and I just saw the tweets on, on Twitter. He said some things. Uh, he said, you know, that Eminem, he's been better than Eminem for, for the past decade. And... All right, man, listen. Um, listen, I, okay, so I haven't really, man, I used to be a huge Joe Budden fan when he first came out. Like, I was big in a Joe Budden. Like, you know, one of my favorite, you know, rap songs was like 10 minutes off his first album. Because before then, I had never heard somebody rap on a song, one dude for 10 minutes straight. Never heard it. But then um, uh, Joe Budden did, and I was like, "Whoa, Joe Budden could rap." And then it was like, you know, uh, you know, "Pump It Up" was th that joint. Um, but yeah, man, I just um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, hey, man, you know, I. Joe Budden's, you know, when he's when I heard that, it's just, you know, Joe Budden is a guy that, you know, 
believes his own hype. And maybe he should. Maybe he, you know. But, you know. I That's all I really got to say about that, man. You know. Um, oh, also, shout out to Jamel Hill, who uh, left ESPN by... Um, um oh shout out to Jamel Hill who uh um left ESPN and got the bag when she left you know for her buyout um she got bought out of the last two years of her deal uh shout out to Jamel Hill I can't wait to you know um see what she does next I love Jamel Hill you know, product of Detroit, just like me. Um, not, you know, hate that she went to Montfort, but I, oh, oh well, you know, that's a long time ago. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Jamel Hill for doing big things, and I can't wait to see what she does next. Her uh, last week run on um, uh, Dan Levitar's show was amazing, uh, and not his radio show, the, the TV show. Um, but man, I can't wait to see what she does next, man. Michael Smith, we need you back too. Um, but yeah, man, I guess that's it, man. That's really all I want to talk about. Um, I was proud of my son. Yo, proud dad moment. My son who just started ninth grade yesterday. Cause, you know, in Michigan, most schools, districts go back after Labor Day. Um, there's still a a couple went back to school last week. My boy Johnny, uh, who lives in Southfield, they went to they went to back to school last Monday. Um, but yeah, my kids went back to school yesterday. Um, so we, you know, we've had like a little heat wave here and there throughout the last, throughout the month of August. Um, listen, man, last week it was hotter. Their games last week was hotter than it was yesterday. And they played, they actually played those two games last week. Um, yesterday the JV, he plays JV soccer. Um, yesterday their game got canceled. And he was like, Dad, I still want to go to the field and, and practice. I'm like, man, hey, it's hot out here. I'm like, I know. I still want to go practice. I was like, all right, man, well, we going to work. You want to go out there and do work? We going to go out there and do work. So we had water, had Gatorade, dropped the training cones down. And my son went to work for about 35 minutes in that heat. And he was like, yo. I'm like, you good? He's like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I got to throw up. I'm like, hey, man, that means you worked. So shout out to my son for putting in the hard work. Uh, yo, I see you. And 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 the thing is, my son is always – now, if you know him, you wouldn't necessarily expect this to be his personality because he's super laid back, really chill, doesn't let really anything bother him except for his sisters. But CJ has been – the first person at, at practice, the last person to leave consistently. CJ was one of the few freshmen that worked out and did conditioning with the varsity team uh, this summer. Um, he was there pretty much every day. Uh, he has never missed a practice. And like I said, he's generally the first person at practice. And I told him, like, man, listen, man, Ronaldo don't Ronaldo ain't get as good as he is just by showing up. You know, Neymar ain't get as good as he is just by showing up. You know, uh, Wayne Rooney, you know, Sergio Aguero. Oh, I'm just talking about guys that play his position because he's a forward. 
He's a striker. You know, none of these guys, they ever, they didn't just get great just by showing up. I'm like, man, LeBron James is the first person in the building, last one to leave. Kobe Bryant, first person in the building, generally way before anybody else comes in. Last person to leave. So if you want to be great, you got to put that work in. And he been putting in that work, so I'm proud of him. And I just, you know, coming out of his room, I I tripped over the perfect push up bar. Man, I bought y'all remember the perfect push up? Uh, I bought that, you know, years ago, and he been using it and <laughs> doing push ups. And it's weird, you know, to see him with his shirt off now. It's just like, dog, you know, you're, you know, he he trying to get ripped up. And I told him, like, man, push ups is the best way to do that. Man, he trying, he out here looking. I was like, man, you see Ronaldo? He looked like he was carved out of granite, man. You know, if you got a, if you want, if you make a sculpture of a Greek god, I'm pretty sure it would look like Cristiano Ronaldo, you know. But hey, man, I told him he got to put in that work, and he been putting in that work. So I told him, man, not only do you got to put in on that field, you putting in the work on the field, you got to put make sure you put the work in in the classroom. And he was like, I know. So looking forward to to big things from him. So, uh, all right, y'all. Um, that's it. I ain't got nothing else to say this week. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast. You can listen to it on all your uh, podcast services, with the exception of I think Stitcher, um, and SoundCloud, because I'm not paying nothing extra. You know, you can get on Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts. Um, if you use Pocket Cast, which is my favorite podcasting app on Android, it's on Pocket Cast. Uh, it's on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. We on that green service now I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, man, uh, thanks for everybody's support. And I hope, you know, you know, I hope that you could feel the sincerity of my apology. I know my wife has, but I really want my mother-in-law uh, to, to know that. I am sincere and, and my apology. I want everybody to know I'm sincere in my apology. And I know I got to work to patch up, you know, that relationship, you know, and especially because of that. Like I said, man, my mother-in-law been, you know, she's just accepted me since from day one. And, you know, it was, it's just been that. And I, and we could go, man, you know, we could go to her for anything, any issue. We can go to her. Uh, anytime we need help, we can go to her. And I just let her down. And I just, you know, I did not intend to do that. And I was not thinking about the collateral damage. But now, I, you know, this, like I said, this situation is kind of, is, has taught me to, like, first of all, think before you speak, which, I, you know, I'll admit, you know, I've had a problem with. And not doing things out of anger. So, but that's it y'all. Um, you know, go, go buy some bracelets from relax, uh, get you some soap from Lola and doe. Oh, yo man. Uh, also listen to, and another thing. It's a pretty dope podcast. Check it out. You can find it on all your, you know, your podcast services. And that one is on Stitcher too. Meech just told me last night. Peace.